So just as we began the practice, paying attention to the breath, which keeps us tethered to the moment, keeps us, helps keep us present, anchored in the present moment. But we widen our field of attention to include all experience, to include anything compelling that arises. And uh, yesterday we focused a little more on the body sensations that may arise, those very strong sensations that can show up and, um, and get our mind caught. But by giving them more attention and staying present with them, we can let them come and let them go. And then we return to the breath. And in the same way, we can do this with emotions, with strong emotions that might arise. We can make the emotion uh, or nec- an object of meditation. Emotions are an f- essential part of being human. They include some of the most sublime, wonderful feelings a human can, can experience. And they include some of the most challenging, afflictive, awful things we can experience. So it's the whole range of emotions. And as we practice, we're not trying to have one emotion and not another. We're just trying to let them come and go. The word emotion actually means to move through. And so if you let an emotion arise and allow yourself to experience it and let it move through you and let it fade, the strongest feelings you've ever had in your life, you know, that seemed really intense, they're, they're not there now, right? They, they did move through at some point. Uh, though sometimes we feel like we have to fight them or resist them. Um, but this practice is really about getting to know them and not clinging to them allowing them to move through us, feel pain, feel joy, feel whatever it is those feelings are and have them move through. They're not a problem, they're not nothing to cling to. Every emotion is, a, is appropriate in the field of mindfulness. But it's really particularly easy to ca- get caught up in our emotions because we tend to really identify with them. You know, when we're feeling um, angry, you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, am angry, you know, and it's, a, it's very easy to just stay really caught in that. And uh, what's important is to differentiate between the story uh, that triggered the emotion and the emotion itself. Um, often, you know, uh, I rem- I've had this experience many times in my life where something uh, would happen at work that would upset me. And, you know, I'd come home, you know, and by the time I got home, I'd be all relaxed, I'd forgotten all about it. Uh, but, you know, but my husband and I would talk and he'd say, oh, you know, how was your day? And I'd tell him the little story and I'd be just as angry as when it happened, <laughs> right? So the story triggered it, you know, and, and it's so interesting when you actually can see that in meditation, you know, the stories we tell ourselves, you know, maybe we're feeling sorry for ourselves, you know, we're feeling uh, shame or, you know, but you're running those stories, you know, in the mind. So what we're looking to do is to drop the story and just go with the pure emotion that arises. Um, So there's a, a, um, 
handy little tool that, that I've loved to use over the years uh, to work with emotions. You know, it's called the RAIN formula. Many of you are familiar with it. And what it does is like when emotion tends to be hard to look at, hard to be with, it just gives you a little, some way to direct your attention that makes it a little easier to grab, a a little easier to tend to. And the first part of the RAIN formula is to recognize what the emotion is. Um, Like in children's stories, you know, when you name the dragon, it loses its power. And in the same way, when you name the emotion, it begins to give you just a little bit of objectivity. That's anger. Oh, yeah, that's, um, you know, that's fear. That's uh, shame. Uh, That's sadness. So just recognizing it is is a crucial piece of of, uh, being able to hold an emotion and let it move through us. Um, this, the second part of the brain formula is the A, uh, to accept it. Again, you know, we're looking to know the mind, uh, to accept the mind. And so, um, you know, for instance, you know, one of the m- emotions I had uh, that I really had a tro- trouble accepting in myself was jealousy. I didn't want to believe that I had a jealous bone in my body, you know, so when it would arise, I'd kind of squish it away and reject it and try to make it take a different shape, you know, like, like um, um, being um, righteous indignation about something, you know, instead of feeling jealousy, you know. Um, and so accepting it is what allowed that to uh, heal in me. Uh, you know, it's not going to heal if you don't even know it's there. Um, so the third aspect of, um, uh, that you can do with emotions, and that's to the I, investigate it. And for instance, um, let's say, um, you know, someone does something, I'm really angry, you know, so, you know, I recognize the anger, I say, okay, it's okay that I'm angry, but, you know, things coursing through my body, it's intense. And, uh, so you go to the body. The body is always uh, a really good place to attend when strong emotions arise. And you feel that experience because w- when you connect with the body, you see if you are you tensing against the emotion? Is your belly as relaxed as it can be with all this anger coursing through you? Uh, can you be with all those physical sensations? And, uh, you know, and not resist it. And, um, you know, and often when emotions come and go, you know, sometimes you recognize it's gone. You know, there's no need to chase them. You know, the, the formula is when there's, you know, you go, you go deeper in the formula as it's more persistent and challenging. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you just see it or accept it and it's gone. That's fine. Back to the breath. You don't have to figure anything out. In fact, with these strong emotions, you don't ever have to figure anything out. You can just let them come and go. And, um, you know, if you think about, um, excuse me. You know, some people are very used to uh, paying attention to emotions and they recognize them in the body right away. Some of us are more emotion um, illiterate, you know, and um, 
it's okay if you don't, you're not familiar with an emotion. You can just name it emotion. It's good enough as long as you see it. Um, a lot of people say I don't feel any emotions, but you know sometimes you know butterflies in the stomach for public speaking. Um, you know legs get shaky if you're close to an edge. Uh, you know heights. So there's a lot of you know uh, kind of these subtle emotions that arise that are very obvious in the body. And as, as with, um, you know, at any point when, when the emotion's no longer there, you know, you can just drop, drop working with it. And then the last part, which is a little bit um, uh, uh, trickier, is the N, which is to not take it personally. We tend to identify with our emotions in a way that, you know, it's me who has anger, it's me who has uh, jealousy, it's me who has this. But emotions are conditioned, you know, they're conditioned by our upbringing, by our parents, by our schools, by our siblings, by our friends. And so it's just a matter of conditions that make us be a certain way. Um, one of the things, like for myself, for instance, uh, that really surprised me, um, I have, you know, I have emotions triggered by um, uh, funerals. And I would watch uh, a movie where they'd open on the funeral scene, you know, a lot of sad mourners, and they'd play the music. And, you know, I wasn't even invested in any of the characters. I'd start crying. And I watched myself very mindfully how my mind was conditioned to feel that way no matter what, even when I'm watching it, expecting it. And so it's really interesting how deeply some of our emotions are conditioned. Um, so it's, um, uh, it's not personal. It's, you know, it's just like Pavlov's dogs, you know, you ring the bell, you know, they salivate. It's not like they're saying, okay, I think I'll salivate this time. You know, they're just conditioned. And so are we, you know, our whole emotional nature has been conditioned. And it isn't a personal choice we've made. Um, and so not taking it personally, really understanding this, uh, can take away some of the uh, self-judgment around it. So um, as we continue with the meditation, I don't want you to think about this too much. I want it to be just a useful tool that, that you, you can use in the back of your mind, you know. Uh, so if it does show up, uh, some people, nothing shows up like this, you know, but that it's available to you to, as a way to access it, as a way to um, connect with it a little bit easier. And if you ever get confused in the middle of it, it's okay to just return to the breath. It's always okay to return to the breath, no matter what. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's sit. Go ahead and um, find a comfortable position. And gently close your eyes. Take a couple of deep breaths. 
and with each breath settling a little bit more. Now get a general sense of how you feel right now in your body. Sense your body as a whole. Relax any obvious physical tensions. If it's not possible to relax something that's tense, it's okay. Just try to soften around it. And relax your belly. Let it be soft. And notice your general emotional state. Just how do you feel right now? We're not looking for any emotion in particular, just to see how, how we are. And if there's nothing particularly significant, Just gently bring your attention to the breath. Breath is your home base. Just let your attention rest there. and keeping the breath in the foreground. Widen your field of attention to include any strong bodily sensations or any strong compelling emotions. 
if anything arises. Turn your attention to it without judgment, without reaction. And when it's no longer compelling, return to the breath. If nothing compelling arises, no need to look for anything. Just rest on the breath.
the last couple of minutes. See if you can stay connected with every single breath. 